0: options activity has altered the investment landscape. Get an edge on this massive flow of funds with Tier 1 Alpha's Market Situation Report brought to you by Hedgeye, a daily newsletter of the latest moves in the options market and a weekly webcast featuring myself, Mike Green of Simplify Asset Management, and Tier 1 Alpha's Craig Peterson and David Pegler. Go to hedgeye.com slash research for more information. Welcome to the Weekly Notebook Review.
1: I am Robert McGrorty. This podcast takes on a bit of a different format where we are live each week on Twitter Spaces. I crack open my notebook and review Hedgeye research with anyone who wants to learn a better way to invest. We feature both Hedgeye power users as well as some special guests that might pop in. If you want to learn more about our research, visit Hedgeye.com. If you'd like to participate in the live stream, follow me on Twitter at rjm. Now, let's review the data. Good afternoon, all. We will get going here shortly. Just let some folks trickle in. I appreciate everybody joining on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. All right, all right. So I'm sure folks are trickling. uh, It's about 2.30 here on Valentine's Day if you celebrate. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day to all. hope you have a great time with your friends and family and what have you, your loved ones. But, uh, yeah, we're going to get right into it. So I know a little bit of a different session today. Um, just given where we're kind of late trading hours, uh, going into the last hour and a half of the trading day, but uh, notebook review is really focused more about kind of the next play, right? Where how the how, what signals are dropping off the page in terms of uh, next week, next month, uh, next quarter, uh, the next quarters. You know what? You know how, how? You know what's what's kind of pivoting? What's transitioning? welcome in uh Keith, and the team uh obviously went through the mid quarter update this morning at eleven a m if you haven't uh seen that please uh please check that out it was a fantastic update um you know i've watched it once i know i was just gonna call it david he'll be gonna jump in and do it again uh, i know we both will uh, over the course of the next twenty four hours but uh but yeah i mean i think the big the big change or you know really not a whole lot has changed to be honest um uh, you know we're still seeing kind of a a very narrow delta uh, from both uh, GDP and inflation standpoint in terms of a rate of change uh, component, and so that's really kind of the the picture for 2024. And uh, you know the anticipation here is probably going to have to be kind of nimble mentally and and nimble just uh, within uh, the landscape of the market as well. Uh, most recently, you've seen uh, signal strength kind of build up in. Uh, certain commodities, and then more specifically, in one of the big guys, aka uh, crude oil, and 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 both Brent, but I'll just say oil in general. Um, you know, those are now bullish trend, and uh, that's a that's a different picture than what we have had for the last uh, few months, right? And so uh, that's that's obviously a big call out. Uh, the dollar continues to uh, move higher and put in higher highs and higher lows. Uh, conversely, you've got some things like the euro USD uh, that cross is bearish trend uh the pound is now back to bearish trend uh so that's a big pivot uh, from kind of last time we've we've uh we've reviewed things here on the notebook review uh the other big call out obviously too and and this could be just more of a shorter term move i think time will tell uh you know i spoke to uh to my good friend david salem earlier this morning and you know he kind of always reiterates the the chill vibe right so chill let things marinate let things kind of play out uh but the. But the thirty-year, the ten-year, the two-year, those all broke uh, trend. Uh, so trend resistance is now support. Uh, those are all uh, bullish trends on the page. So again, there's there is a lot of kind of moving pieces that are happening. Um, you know, does that really mean anything? Or really, uh, it really, really, truly just depends on your time horizon and time frame, right? In terms of you know whether that dictates any action uh, within the portfolio. So. I think depending on what that looks like, you know, those that's that's what you can do. Um, obviously, if you've been long, things like TLT, IEF, um, even SHY, uh, those are, are those signals have all shifted here on a very short term uh, basis. But uh, IEF from the levels that that uh, Keith gave gave capital allocation and and David and I uh, just a short week and a half ago, you know, we're right back kind of flirting with that trend and tail level. So um, you know, again, this whole kind of let things marinate, let things play out. I think that's a it's a crucial component um obviously i think everybody listening in does know that um uh, but for all intents and purposes um you know spx nasdaq you know those those signals haven't changed at all right so yesterday was a kind of by the dip situation and and today sort of seems to be a continuation of that we obviously have vix here uh since we are at expiration we've got opex on friday uh expiration uh, you know you had a lot of kind of Moving around, shuffling other pieces, uh, coming into today, and and that that pullback or that VIX is now back down under fifteen, and, and right at the moment around fourteen spot six two. So, you know that makes kind of uh, good sense, perfect sense. I think that the trend line though on VIX is thirteen spot four four as of this morning. Uh, so please keep an eye on that, and and uh, until it breaks it, and then then just know that you're in a bit of a new regime for the for the VIX as well, which means that you could get elevated. Uh, volatility here going into uh, the rest of the month uh perhaps going into the rest of the quarter uh, and again you know it's really important to kind of be aware of these things obviously flows as well uh, do dictate and do impact uh, both what transpires on a immediate term basis but certainly you've got a lot of different players that are are that 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 actor that basically have to act uh, systematically when vol- underlying ball vol- construct Changes, uh, as well as during options expiry, which again is Friday. So, uh, a lot of that action and those players do uh, go away uh, you know, post Friday, and the the p- positions and the pivots or the changes are, are being made, you know, now over the next couple of days. So, uh, I think it's just really important to kind of do understand the near term, um, and even if you are a longer term investor, because it can impact. Kind of, uh, certainly, it might help dampen your feelings or allow you to chill a little bit more because uh, again at the moment uh, the last you know this week in particular uh see print uh, was kind of in line with you know relatively our expectations right around three percent that's kind of what we've been uh estimating now casting is is basically a very you know we're just under three percent uh coming into uh today i think we're, we're now not not i think i know we're now just over that but very normally, so kind of between rather than between kind of you know, two point eight five and two point nine five, we're now at uh, basically like three and, and three three ten three fifteen. So uh, that's that's the big difference. We're just north of three three percent on the inflationary front, but it's it's very much uh, a very uh, narrow uh, rate of change delta from one quarter to the other, and certainly from Q one all the way out to uh, Q four of twenty four. So I think just being very conscientious of what that looks like. Similarly, on the GDP front um you know that that growth decelerating is right around 35 40 basis points from kind of you know q q4 to uh, sorry from q1 to q2 um and and similarly you know it's obviously 3.11 to call it 2.95 and here in, in q1 so you know the that growth is decelerating but that that delta that rate of change is relatively narrow um so even a quad three that that uh given the the inflation kind of accelerating in q2 that we now anticipate although just slightly uh you know that's it's still signifying a, a kind of a, a narrow quad three environment so uh, just being conscientious of all these moving pieces with the data is coming in uh, i think one of the reasons why i say you know kind of have a nimble mind is is these you know various data points area uh, you know from an economic standpoint economic data it's going to influence things other kind of coming a little hot coming a little weaker. Um, and that's going to kind of fluctuate the the models uh, here and there, right? But I think if if you know certainly our model is correct, then uh, what what we're seeing is a a relatively stable GDP and inflationary environment throughout twenty twenty four. What does that then mean for you know the Fed and Fed policy? What does it mean for stock market? Can we get to all time highs within the SPX? You know Nasdaq. Uh, will the Magnificent Seven? Uh, which which. Yeah, we certainly, uh, certainly, it, it's looking a lot more like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, like five. We've got to figure out if uh, the fancy five. Let's—I just came up with that on the fly. Look at that fancy five: the fancy five—Microsoft, of Amazon, Metal, Meta, Google, Netflix, Nvidia. You know, those the, the the fancy five. There, they they are certainly actually that's six. Uh, so <laughs> my math isn't even right. Um, but anyway, the 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 six five that are kind of leading the charge they you know that's that's kind of new right um but we've also been seeing a little bit of of new breadth today i just shared he just tweeted out uh some real-time data of what's transpiring right now and i'll just kind of update that uh our our partners over at to one alpha have a have a like bad indicator sp500 so 363 uh stocks are are positive on the day 138 are negative um so you do have a bit of a positive skew obviously apple is a market weight, uh, market cap weighted kind of negative drag on the overall uh, SP500. Uh, and then some of the leaders out there would be Meta, Tesla, NVIDIA, Amazon, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, that's, that's, again, the, this this is happening. Uh, but I think the cool thing or, or one thing that's a little bit new versus uh, perhaps even some of last year is that in, in, the impact by market cap, the, the lower 357 uh, positive impact is about, is about 50% of basically the, the numbers on the page right now. So you're getting a little bit of a broader, um, sort of a, a broadening, um, uh, I guess, positive or broadening investments uh, across the board here. So if that continues, then we could see a little bit of a different 2024 versus what we saw in 2023, where you know basically the top 10 uh, certainly led the charge for a big chunk of the year. And if you're at long things like Meta and Google, uh, Tesla, um, uh, Amazon, Apple, you were, you were left behind. So I just kind of wanted to call that out. Well, I think it's really important to kind of look at what's what's driving it under the hood, uh, as well as kind of what the signals are. Obviously, um, coming kind of as we enter the back half of this 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 month. With that, though, I'll kind of opening it up, everybody. Obviously, this is an open forum. Um, this is you know sort of for hedge nation and for all investors out there. Uh, we uh, discuss you know data driven signaling process here in, in regards to. You know, making making uh, good portfolio decisions on multiple time durations dynamically and shifting with uh, new data that comes in and shifting with new signals uh, signals on the page. Uh, so again, I'll open this up. Everybody that wants to jump up and speak, I see a lot of friendly faces out there. Uh, if you'd like to join, please please do so. Uh, my boy David Begler from Tier One. So if he, Dave David, if you want to uh, jump on in, we can have a little bit of a, a Tier One discussion. See what you know, talk about what you're seeing under the hood. Uh, we were uh, again just along those lines, uh, and thanks for triggering triggering that thought. Uh, we're, we were pushing right up against that gamma flip line again. That gamma flip line does does change throughout the day, so that's you know that's where it was coming into, you know, market open was what that level was forty nine eighty five. Uh, we this morning I tweeted that we were above it, uh, and that didn't really last very long. So maybe I just won't won't mention it anymore. But again, this is uh, that that positive or negative gamma environment really just takes higher volatility so um I, I i suspect although i don't have the you know fresh data on me um i would suspect just with the kind of a little bit of lower ball uh that we see seen today to an extent um you know that game online maybe kind of we may be kind of right right near it uh, or the dealers don't have to sort of um, you know chase chase strength and and sell weakness but uh we'll see you know we'll see what happens i think opx Friday is going to be a big one, and then you know, really next week, I think I think this is where the rubber really hits the road is is next week as we get continue to get through earnings season. Um, and the reality has been reported, you know, for S P five hundred, Nasdaq, you know, those numbers have looked um, those numbers have looked pretty uh, you know relatively okay in terms of uh, you know earnings, sales growth for S P five hundred. You have 360 of the 500 companies that reported uh, sales growth of, of positive 3.8% and earnings growth of positive 5.1%. Uh, for the NASDAQ, a good chunk, 63% never reported, so 63 out of 100. You've got uh, even better sales and earnings growth plus 8.1 and plus 27. Point, almost 27.5% on the earnings growth side. Uh, the Russell's a bit of a different picture, obviously, as, as Keith has called out many, many times. Uh, now again, you know not not quite the breadth have reported. You know small caps have a longer window to um, to report their earnings. So you know time will tell as we get to kind of as we as we close out Q4 earnings season. Uh, but 629 have reported as of this morning uh, of 1,942, and those have been very bleak earnings of, of minus 3.4% on the sales growth side and minus 34.9 on the earnings growth. So again you know, really a, a tale of two stories there in terms of, you know, your larger caps versus your small caps. Um, and then, you know, just to kind of, you know, as people may or may not wish to jump up and speak, um, just the eyeball premiums, discounts, uh, it not a ton. And it's been kind of that way for, for a little bit, uh, last week or so, not a ton of huge sort of premiums or discounts, certainly not from a trailing 12 month uh, Z score, which is really what uh, as any anybody who's been following the process for uh, a little bit of time certainly focuses in on and, and Horace is in on um you know plus one point nine percent on what is that that's um xlf so you know a little bit of an outlier there um same with kind of xly at plus sixty nine percent on the eyeball premium that's really only a plus one point two on on the trailing 12 uh, month z score i think the other interesting thing as well is that you do have a, a discount that that's, been, that's was built last week and, and sort of is still lingering around at minus nine percent for XLC, but but that's only a, a negative uh point seven on a trail trailing total one C score. So not a huge outlier there and and certainly something to be paying attention to. Uh you know these these negative negative discounts or the sorry, these eyeball discounts uh really just show that there's complacency um kind of in the market uh and, and people aren't aren't buying kind of protection really, or certainly aren't paying up for protection. Uh, and that does kind of make a lot of sense, given the fact that you've got XLC uh, continuing to push up. I mean, just two days ago on Monday, uh, it kind of flirted with uh, setting another you near know, kind of, uh, I believe that's an all time high, but let me just double check. Uh, not quite, but new recent or like one year high, uh, that's for sure. And so, yeah, so again, like as, you know, it's, it's certainly a, sell some signal. If, if you are, um, if you are long it, now that is a bullish trend. So you would probably want to have some exposure on uh, to communications. The biggest components there would be met on Google. So that's a great way from an ETF standpoint to get exposure to uh, not six. I, I really like that uh, fancy five, but uh, I'll I'll figure out a, a six. Uh, the 67, you yeah, know, it's kind of already taken, so I'll figure it out. But what else? Um, yeah, from the eyeball standpoint, really that was from US equities that's about it and then even as you scroll down the page in international equities um, currencies nothing really you know massive outliers there uh, corn has a bit of a premium at, at a 1.5 uh, positive 1.5 trailing 12 months C score uh, and then as we go down the page um, you've got meta at a minus minus 47 percent discount which again could be influencing the XLC and that is a negative 1.8 uh, trailing 12 months C score and then Apple with a plus four. Ivol premium. Um, that's a negative 1.3. So again, you can get these things right. So so Apple's got a premium, uh, slight premium on the board, but that's a negative 1.3 on trailing 12 months C-score once when, when compared against itself. So it's really important to kind of you know track both and, and be paying attention to to all those things, all those components and, and those uh, you know what it'll just just help you make a little bit better decision making. All right, you know, pause. Take a water break. All right. So I can keep rolling, but I would much rather talk to you guys out there uh, and answer any questions or discuss what you're seeing on the board. Um, I did make, uh, again, if you, if you are a Macro Pro Sub, I've been had the pleasure of uh, last two Sundays uh, writing and publishing the sort of um, six key insights of, of the past week. So hopefully, you know, you guys have enjoyed getting those into your inbox um, one call out from this past weekend was, uh, the U.S. dollar correlation, um, to both SPX and Bitcoin. And we now, uh, have a also kind of a, a discount building, uh, against, uh, versus the dollar. So not, not anything huge on a, on a 15 day or even 30 day basis, you know, down around negative 0.53 on a 15 day. Uh, but that, that, that premium or sorry, that positive correlation kind of, Tailing off a little bit. It's still there uh, for SPX at, at plus uh, 0.67 on the 15 day. Uh, it's certainly there still on a 30 day with, with uh, pl- plus 0.83 for SPX, but uh, that has come down a little bit. So just kind of pay attention to those things. Again, it's just another tool in toolbox, something to be uh, cognizant of. Uh, certainly, not. Don't, don't kind of hone in on it too much, uh, just kind of like have all discounts and premiums. It's, it's just another thing to be kind of uh, conscientious of and, and, and aware of and, and can be leveraged in different ways, whether you you know, participate in options, um, uh, the options complex or not. Oh, it's just really kind of good to to know where, what's happening and what's you know under the hood uh, for a lot of uh, exposures within your portfolio. Leo jumped up, but then I kept talking, and now he jumped down. So, boy, was that maybe a mistake by me? Um, in terms of moves from Keith today, he did sell all of his Australia and SHY. Uh, so that uh, that's obviously kind of important. We've been longing EWA for 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 a bit, um, and SHY for even longer. So uh, that's obviously a big move by him. I, I do think, you know those those components. You know, knowing Keith, SHY might be back into the portfolio. Um, you know, come next week, depending on what what uh, the two year does and, and whether or not it, whether it goes back to bearish trend. Leo, buddy, I won't let I won't keep you hanging this time. Oh, no, no, you're just, it, it, it all muted on me, so it went dead. Oh, no worries. How are you doing, Leo? Oh, I'm great. You're yourself. Good. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Happy, uh, I know you celebrate also Ash Wednesday. So happy Ash Wednesday to you, my friend.
2: Yeah, indeed. Thank you. You too. Trying to yeah. rival what we're going to do for the next several Fridays for fish. I'll I know.
1: I am stocked up on canton tuna.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah Anyway, but what uh, what's what's on your page, man? What uh, what's jumping out?
2: Oh, I figured I would break the ice for you and help you out. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I very much appreciate it.
1: You know, I I guess I can talk for thirty minutes, but I'd rather not. It died again. I know. I got you. I can hear you. Oh no. Okay. Okay.
2: Yeah. No, no, you just froze for like a quick minute there.
1: Oh, uh, my <laughs> bad. I, I, I just said I, 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 I can't talk for 30 minutes or 45 or an hour, but I'd rather not. I'd rather engage with everyone, right? It's way more fun than that way. Robert McCrordy here, Director of Subscriber Development at Hedgeye. Hope you're enjoying our podcast. Start generating alpha with our suite of Sector Pro Investing Research products. Dive deep into retail, industrials, technology, and everything in between. With exclusive access to the sharpest analysts and actual ideas on Wall Street, go to HedgeEye.com com forward slash research to subscribe. Enjoy the rest of this episode. No, no, no,
2: indeed. Uh, no, it's uh, very interesting uh, markets and trying to figure out where to put money to work and what ideas to short and uh, trying to trying to keep uh, you know tight leashes on things and. Um, so, like, DraftKings has been a gigantic success, but we, or I took, uh, like, 60% off going into earnings, just in case. Uh, you know, I'll put it back on one way or the other afterwards just to take the earnings all out of it. Now, now, mind you, like, Roku kind of had the down day yesterday, so I'll, uh, I'll leave that when I'm going into earnings. Uh, and, you know, probably DraftKings are a screaming higher, and Roku will punch me in the mouth. That's fine.
1: and <laughs> <laughs> it- and just, just for folks. So again, you know, just I won't give too much, Leo. But, but obviously, I know um, you know you're an investment advisor. Uh, so what he says is not advice, clearly. But um, at the same time, it is great to kind of get you know pros pros views in, in regards to how they're deploying it. Um, curious. I've Got two questions, two follow-ups. So I know you do do individual kind of stock investing, and I know you also do ETFs. So how do you think through that? Do you kind of review it as two separate models? Does it also just depend on obviously risk? appetite of the client and then secondly from the time horizon standpoint generally and again i know it's dynamic and always shifting but generally what's your kind of ideal kind of time horizon on both like the etf and 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 the individual stock in terms of a hold period sorry
2: yeah yeah no 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 i got you so individuals i'll look on my list and see if i have a favorite name i want to add or are you guys covering something that I want to add versus the ETF. So, like, uh, uh, um, and tell me to shut up if I give too much away. No, no like, so the insurance. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, the insurance long idea. Um, I like uh, Jackson National. And again, yeah, obviously, not advice. And Jackson National at a 52 week high. I don't think you want to add it here. Um, but um, so Jackson National and then Lincoln National, um, you know, two names that I've followed for a long time. Um, I've done there are some due diligence on Lincoln's coming out of a lot of issues with their long bonds, right? So it's, uh but so I'll add to Jackson first, and then I'll add very small into Lincoln as opposed to adding the ETF. Now, URA, I'm just going to add URA. URNJ, I'm just going to add URNJ. So it just depends on my familiarity with the space. And if you guys cover it, if you don't, if I have familiarity with a lot of them. Um, so, I mean like longer ones uh so like uh so like jackson for instance um w- put that on in small then got bigger when you guys went positive of it um uh but i mean i'll look to hold that until it breaks um kind of my my looking at for trend i mean if you look at that thing it's just been straight up since august um so uh, you know i'll, I'll just kind of keep a you know an eye on that from there and then um it, it does like to visit um you know so it's in the low 50s now it does like to visit the 30s every now and then so um i will you know i'll keep a tight leash on it up here uh but i hope that answers your question but yeah i mean i i will be a very long-term holder of things uh you know as long as they don't start to puke other shoes or um you know things don't turn uh you know away from it does that
1: make sense oh 100 oh yeah that's, that's super helpful and- and yeah, I, I would say, I mean, I think, you know, it's the it's beauty of, of being able to review. And I think you do this uh, because for those at home, like, again, if you don't want to invest in the ETF or you'd rather get more individual or kind of uh, whether more beta, you know, more ball or more beta or less beta, depending on which direction you want to go. But, you know, that's, that's the beauty of looking under the hood of something like an IEK or a KBWP is you can do that, right? And you can find things like you just said, Jackson and, and what have you in Lincoln. And you can also find things like Allstate or, uh, EIG, right. Um, Mary Braz, even perhaps. So it's, it's, you know, those, those are components too, where, um, you know, and I think construction that book constructing that book, uh, and knowing exactly, again, I, I, you and I, I talked to you enough that I know you have your own kind of system and, and you have kind of your, your version of, of, uh, trending in terms of how you follow it. And so as long as it's sort of sticking in those under those rules, then, then you're, you've got green lights.
2: Yeah, so I, I think we'll have one handshake agreement this time though, uh, with kind of where the shift and quads went and obviously I'll I won't say any more than that. Uh that we'll have a handshake agreement that you're gonna hit me with a bat if I if I, after we leave these, these next C and I'm still holding too many oil sauce. So you just just hit me. I mean don't don't make me go through oh.
1: uh, I'll get you i get you right on
3: the
2: knee, all right. Right on the knee. Be, yeah, that way i I would appreciate that because my you know my stubbornness or whatever it is uh, um yeah you know, I tend to, to do well exiting um these favorable quads with oil but then I tend to put them back on too quickly um I think it's probably where my fault lies in because yeah I was very light into oil uh into the third and fourth quarter, which benefited me but I think I put them too much on in uh, into in December and then as January's moved on, I put in some of my favorite oil names well, Oil's moved up but oil stocks have just been battered although gasoline stocks which are interesting have done very well uh your valeros um yeah. your marathon petroleum and our um, pbf at the east coast one yeah. um so those have done fantastic to the start of the year and gasoline has actually kind of led this a little higher in oil but i know this is not an oil podcast so and <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs>
1: No, but that it, it actually kind of popped up with on, on on the weekend work, obviously, and and you know if you're looking at, at commodities in terms of you know what's been leading on on the last month or even you know three months basis, and and again I mean you know, like gasoline's right there, XB one, you know it's it's beating you know crude oil, uh, it's up eight point nine five percent versus about five percent on on the CL one heating oils right behind it, so I'm talking about no, no, no. current current levels, but. It was certainly something that that I had circled. Um, so it, it's definitely interesting, right? Like steel, steel is up there too, up about two uh, percent. So again, the the JBP, that's the that's the uh, futures. Um, same with cotton, CT1. You know that that was been called out and talked talked about a number of times. But uh, I mean that thing's up, you know, fourteen and a half percent on on a one month basis, let alone uh, three month. I mean, so so there's definitely underlining inside of, inside of commodities that have have um, worked very well and are picking up signal strength. Crude oil is certainly one of them, uh, but then you also have things that have been absolutely taken to the back shed, beaten, and then dragged to a snow pile and like you know put their face right into it, like uh, like natty gas, which is down a, down fifty percent in the last month um, and just can't seem to catch a bid. And it's not too far, maybe not quite as bad, but kind know behind it uh, you've got you know corn, uh, corn and soybeans as well. So uh, again, it's it's important to kind of uh, review all. All different components and, and and you know capture these things. That's what, that's why uh, you know I know you, you keep a pretty um, pretty close eye, close watch on on, on global macro, and and, and you can kind of catch you know if you see some of that, even if it is kind of still bearish trend on the page. From a am oil gonna just use oil for example, but uh, you know we've been calling out that it's been bullish trade, which is a much shorter term duration. Uh, for probably the last three weeks, I think it's maybe even four. Um, so it's been it's been quite a while, or kind of certainly going into to mid to late January. Uh, it's been just sort of trying to figure out what it's wanted to do. It's been you know popping up towards trend resistance and failing, and kind of going back towards trade and, and, and that support. And and now you know most recently it certainly has broken up above above trend. And, and just for those listening in, um, you know trend on on crude oil is 78.01 as of this morning. So write that down. Um, and, and keep an eye on that in terms of whether or not it, it breaks. But yeah, man, I mean, I think there's, there's certainly some interesting. Uh, I mean, heck, energy. I think basically was the uh, excuse me. Um, healthcare snuck in right at the end, but energy was the only, it was the second best performing, although it was negative. But energy was right there at, at minus one point oh one percent uh, down yesterday. And if you look at kind of what it's done the last last week last month it's been i think last month has been uh the leader of the pack uh, uh, not quite actually sorry that's been positive but not quite uh not quite leader calm the leader maybe it was the one week i wrote the energy down as keep an eye on it nope maybe it was just because it's putting in the higher high <laughs> <laughs> it has not made a single strike or a positive price momentum on one week or, or barely in one month but anyway so then from a portfolio structure standpoint uh, Leo do you have multiple kind of like models for your clients or do you just really uh, kind of same thing just different uh, sizing in terms of uh, risk tolerance and stuff like that
2: yeah no it's definitely multiple models
1: <clears throat> right
2: we'll figure out exactly kind of where in is and stuff uh, and I think a software name you know, like we did yesterday, you know, it'll go pretty much to our our, our younger guys or our ones that are a little bit more risk yeah. adverse. Sure. Wrist time Adverse the wrong word there. So, um,
1: yeah, wrist top. Yeah, no, okay. That makes sense.
2: And then added, uh, uh, I'll probably get, yeah, that's fine. We added some potash names. have oh, absolutely been destroyed. um the last twelve months, um, and I have good history that I've been able. to will last move, and then done well, and then haven't gone back till now. So now i like looking yeah. Um But uh, but I think that kind of goes along with corn Wee right? Uh, that that those got destroyed, so therefore, they're they're just smashing potash prices. But uh, we'll see.
1: So yeah, um, no, that makes sense.
2: Yeah, potash. Oh, and Russia was kind of but yeah. character. so it's very much not. Yeah, didn't. Yeah. and first sign of uh, not making money in this is, uh, is me running away from it. So, uh, so I, I think sometimes my brain works better that way than. Yeah, no. And those being gonna hold forever and, and Tommy Bulling gets trying
1: it. <laughs> Hi, Robert Gordi here, Director of Subscriber Development at AGI. Join our entire research analyst team live before the market opens for deep dive investing analysis, our favorite stock ideas and our risk manager in chief, Keith McCullough's macro overlay. Our team of 40-plus equity analysts discuss key market developments, trends, and our high-conviction, long and short investing ideas. You will not get this granular level of insight anywhere else. A video replay, audio version, and analyst summary notes from The Call are available shortly after each live show to ensure you don't miss anything. Go to hedgeeye.com forward slash research to subscribe and tune in live to The Call weekdays at 7.45 a.m. Eastern. Enjoy the rest of this episode. being where um, I had to like cut me out there for a minute but I heard all oh, of that potash yeah that all makes perfect sense um, you and, and but yeah I don't know if it's my I'm guessing it's on my end but can you still hear me yeah yeah no I just froze for like five seconds okay okay all right cool all right. and all and again another Um, sorry, just kind of maybe finish off the thought on commodities I mean, Bitcoin's up another 4% today and you know, the Ethereum's up, you know, five, basically. So, uh, or four and a half, excuse me, depending on which, whether it's futures Ether or Ethereum USD. Um, but yeah, that's been another huge signal in of itself in terms of, you know, Bitcoin, um, you know, risk on asset, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's been colored kind of right there and really, is, you know, looks like it might break down, uh, earlier this month and. And really, just just held right in and, and picked up, yeah, cut, cut the bid again. So um, definitely an interesting, uh, yeah, just, just another kind of commodity piece that's been obviously outperforming. Um, it's been there has been losers, there've been winners, and I think similarly here in U.S. equities and even global equities, you, you've seen winners and losers, right? And sometimes those those winners are the large caps, like in Netherlands, um, you know, they're the largest component there. Has been just absolutely uh, putting in very positive returns, and it's dragging the whole Netherlands index up as well. So again, it's a good example to your commentary about kind of going under the hood on insurance. You can go under the hood in some of these uh, country ETFs, and maybe just owning um, you know the largest components or a couple of the largest components if you can via either an ADR or, or directly uh, listed there. So again, just just good good things. Uh, you're, positive things to be, to be doing, to be perhaps leveraging the inside of portfolios. All right. Well, we're coming up on uh 35 minute mark. Uh, Leo, I appreciate you jumping up, buddy. If there's anybody else who's got any comments or questions, I'm happy to review them. Um, otherwise, we may just kind of keep it a little bit of a, of a tight, compact to the point uh, session here on a a midweek, late afternoon, notebook review. Uh, it's exciting times, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how things unfold here in Q1. Uh, I don't know, Leo, do you, I know we don't really do predictions, but what's, what's giving you your best sort of uh, signal strength kind of going through the end of the year? I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> and you're on mute. Well, while you uh, may come back, and I hope everybody can still hear me, uh, I will. So, David and his team my Capital Allocation put out well; they're kind of top ideas. So, I won't give out all of them. But um, in terms of positive, favorable outlooks, we've certainly been talking about this a lot on the book review. Uh, but most uh, most positive outlooks are non-U.S. Uh, equities and stocks, actually. One thing that we've been very heavily here for a number of months is the emx china uh so that's on the board for the capital allocation team india and we've obviously talked about that as well uh eurozone is new so bgk uh so that's one that uh, i will kind of uh, tease out there as well uh, for those at home i think eurozone is, is certainly picking up and, and one way of expressing that is through the bgk etf um you know GDP numbers uh and the quad outlook certainly aligned with the signal and that's looking good and then and then the other components would be inside of uh, fixed income. So again, uh, you know, I, I I won't tease those out, but I think we've talked about. I won't give you all three, but I'll. Uh, I believe we've talked about EMB. So that's boy, uh, Bravo. Um, and, and it's an EMB Bravo, but uh, that's another another one with a kind of positive outlooks see the end of of the year. Um, so again, you can notice that although more favorable overall on on U.S. equities, generally speaking. Uh, You know, David and his team allocation did upgrade a number of kind of uh, quarters there throughout this year and and that kind of thing. The overall, uh, you know, in terms of, I won't say highest conviction because that's so old wall, but certainly areas where signals uh, and kind of quad outlook certainly align with each other. It's certainly uh, kind of from that non-U.S. and sort of even on the uh, bond side, although David would probably correct me and say that EMB really isn't isn't a bond and that <laughs> kind of thing. But um, it technically it's fixed income, so we'll we'll leave it at that. Leo, I don't know. Do you have any? Count- oh, Michael wants to jump up, Mister Loftus.
3: Good afternoon to you. Can you hear me? I can. I can. Yeah, I didn't hear that symbol in the first one. Was it B boy? Oh, uh, oh uh, which, one?
1: which one? EM M- M- uh VGK VGK.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, oh, uh, what is that? That's yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. this was not the proper acronyms, but Victor, George, Kevin. Yeah, B-G-K, Okay. Yeah. That's just uh, the it's just, uh, the Europe ETF kind of like over by Vanguard.
3: Interesting. Any different from EFA? E-F-A? Yeah, it looks like the exact same. I would
1: suspect. I, would suspect. I, have, I, don't I have. I don't know EFA though, so I'd have to look into it.
3: Much. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 And the other one is E, Edward, uh, Navy, Bravo? Uh,
1: M is uh, Mary. Mary.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say after listening to the uh, mid-quarter macro... Uh, I've added a whole bunch of symbols to my watch list. Uh, I won't give them all here. Was it all, in, But uh, interesting call today about the future. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, as I say, you know, a nimble mind, I think, throughout. It, we'll, we'll continue. I mean, I think you have to have a bit of a nimble mind in 2023 and, and we'll continue 2024. Now that the data points going to roll in. Uh, but realistically, kind of the signals are really going to kind of drive where you want to have that portfolio allocation.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll add, I know you asked Leo, but I have more individual stocks in my models than I've ever had. Really? Yeah, I think, you know, just doing what you're saying, you know, you look at some of these ETFs and they're all at the top end of the range. So, you know, you look at IAK or even uh, KIE, both insurance you know, they're both at the top end, but you got to look at some other names. I know um, Leo mentioned Lincoln. I've been looking at that for a while as well. Uh, but yeah, um, you know, just trying to find value, really. You know what I mean? Because you can't buy SPI or Q's here. So just really adding more stocks than I ever have, um, you know, based on what's coming out from you guys, whether it's from the call or from... Uh, you know, something just came out earlier, one of the set symbols. Um, sure. sure, which is, um, what do you call it? Uh, investing ideas, yeah, Rolling. yeah,
1: yeah, that makes sense, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could very much be a, a stock picker's environment, uh, in 2024, right? <clears throat> we'll see,
3: yeah. I think, uh, you know, Mike Taylor, when we had him on our advisor call, that's exactly what he said, um. You know, I couldn't agree more, you know, just based on the, like I said, just based on the fact of where we are. You know, you're not buying SOXX right now, right? It doesn't make sense, you know, with the upside opportunity. So, you know, looking for uh, individual names outside of that um, is what I've been trying to do, which is very different from what I've done in the past.
1: That's very interesting. And I think you've got... um Sorry. Sorry, and just speaking of the advisor calls, For those that don't know, you, uh, Michael uh, and I coordinate a monthly advisor call for head for donation. Uh, so if you are an advisor and you're interested, in joining join the call. It happens the first Friday of each month. via Zoom. So next one's March 1st, right, Michael?
3: Uh, that is correct. Friday of March the 1st. Yeah. And we have a great uh, the, um, guest speaker coming on. Yeah. We have guest speakers every month, and we do have a very good... Uh, you have a ETF uh, active manager coming on and also does technical analysis with her. It does macro and technical with her ETFs she's, she's going to be a, a, a great for to our, to our monthly calls. But that's, what tends but that's what tends to happen though, right? Like folks throw in the towel
2: and say, I just got to own the mag seven or the socks. And and they do then they, they do and they don't make money for next year. And it's, yeah, you, you, you build yourself a book of high quality stocks that you can own for a while. And, we start to make money off of it. Oh, that's
3: my hope at least. I'm with you on that because, <laughs> you know, again, you, you you can't buy, you know, any of these, you know, whether it's any of the names I mentioned or heck, even some of the smalls that I actually had on my radar. Uh, yeah, I, I I created a block trade this morning and then lo and behold, you know, IJR is up 1.96. So I'm not buying it today. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you got to look at these ETFs and see what their top holdings are see if you can find something there run it through your process we all have our different processes you know um you know and try and find it like i said it's 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 helped me i know that this you know this year uh it's allowed me to outperform the respective index not the S&P i look at 60 40 70 30 80 20 indexes is what i'm trying to be as an advisor yep I'm, yep that makes sense
1: <clears throat> yeah we talked about that I think the last notebook review is about kind <clears> of <throat> and, and even on your call in February uh, having the right kind of proxy in terms of you know what you're presenting to your clients what you're presenting to your and, and whether you have clients or it's to yourself like make sure you know if you, if you got a higher ball and, and more bait in your portfolio then, then you really should be benchmarking to SPX maybe benchmark to something like an IWM or you know uh, what have you, right? Just kind of like making sure that you're aligned and comparing yourself, uh, with the right right in benchmark and indices is, is crucially important. All right, well, thanks, boys, for jumping up. Appreciate it. Why don't we wrap up there? We let everybody go. Uh, trade the last 45 minutes of the day. Um, if you participate in such a thing, <clears throat> otherwise, uh, yeah, just enjoy your afternoon and. And we'll uh, see you uh, next Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sure the time yet because the kids are off school. It's uh, February break here in Massachusetts. But um, we will be active. We'll be engaged. And look forward to uh, seeing all of you uh, next week or perhaps sooner.
0: Have a good one, guys. Thanks again, Michael and Leo for dropping up. Don't forget to check out Hedgeye.com to get more actionable investing insights from our team of more than 40 research analysts. And check us out on Twitter at our handle, at Hedgeye. This presentation is informational only. None of the information contained herein constitutes an offer to sell or a solicitation of an offer to buy any security or investment vehicle, nor does it constitute investment recommendation or legal, tax, accounting, or investment advice by Hedgeye or any of its employees, officers, agents, or guests. This information is presented without regard for individual investment preferences or risk parameters and is general, non-tailored, non-specific information. This content is based on information from sources believed to be reliable, Hedgeye is not responsible for errors and accuracies or omissions of information. The opinions and conclusions contained in this report are those of the individual expressing those opinions and conclusions and are intended solely for the use of hedge subscribers and the authorized recipients of the contents. All investments entail a certain degree of risk and financial instrument prices can fluctuate based on several factors including those not considered in the preparation of the content. Consult your financial professional before investing. The information contained herein is protected by United States and foreign copyright laws as intended solely for the use of its authorized recipient. Access must be provided directly by hedge Redistribution or republication is strictly prohibited. For more detail, please refer to to the Terms of Service at hedge.com slash Terms of Service.